0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Ray and Tay today, talking sports with friends, we're talking basketball, NBA time and we're on the air, we're ready to clap boards and our crossover's not fair, uh, throw the ball up in the air, we're giving you the stats, all stars are here,
0: NBA... Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. We're talking NBA Draft Preview 2018. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray. It's all ray side.
1: And I'm Tay. Eric Taylor is finally here, two days away. We've got NBA Draft rumors. We have our mock draft for you. A lot going on. We tip our cap. Ray called it the Warriors sweep the Cavaliers. And I guess we're moving on to a a new era and I guess three and four years could have been four and four years without the Draymond suspension. Do you feel that any of these teams really, whether it's – I guess if we just focus on the draft, we think she's another beast. But is someone ready or close? Obviously the Rockets don't even have a pick and there's another team too. Two teams don't even have a pick. But do you feel that there's a team through the draft and draft night trades that is ready to go and pull on the claw of the two-time defending and three out of four Golden State Warriors championship?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This Warriors team will be broken up, or their their run will be broken up either by catastrophic injury, which you don't want and you can't predict, right? Like Durant and and somebody Draymond get into a car accident or something like that, God forbid, right? Or you're gonna just have to. It's gonna be an arms race. You're gonna have to match them talent for talent, and they're just gonna somehow fatigue because they're all young. That's the thing. It's not like the Celtics. It's not like the Lakers of the '80s and '90s that. You know, eventually it just got old. I mean, all these guys are young. So for the foreseeable future, if you can handle the money and the salary cap keeps going up, the big four, the core four, however you want to call it, are going to stay the same. So it, it really, really comes down to uh, free agency. It comes down to where Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Paul George, Chris Paul, where those guys go because you've got to fight fire with fire, and you're not going to draft. Nobody in today's draft – in the next five years is going to make a difference in the NBA championship. You know, they're not well, going to bring Golden State down.
1: No, and I, I would agree with that. I think the question is, and you brought it up, and it's really about free agency and obviously Kawhi is, you know, him and, and Kyrie have one year left on their deals. And it's about trades and teams trying to do it. Does, do the Lakers form a super team? Um, will the Spurs... You know, knowing that they really just have Kawhi for this one year, will they keep him? Will they just say we refuse to help the Lakers and send you to the East Coast Celtics or Sixers? You know, that's going to play out in the next uh, ten to fourteen days, and it's going to be kind of fascinating because whatever happened, that relationship has gone south. He wants to go to the Lakers. And I think for a team to trade for him, it's not so bright just because you know that he still wants to go to the Lakers. And he even did say, you know, the Clippers, there's a shot there. But I guess all in all, he's from L.A. He wants to go there. But the question is about the draft. Do the Phoenix Suns just keep their pick, right? There was rumors going on in Arizona that the Spurs, you know, would they trade Kawhi Leonard to the Suns for number one pick? But it's not worth it for the Suns, right? Because it's a one-year rental. You know he doesn't want to stay. Do you feel like Aiden is solid number one? And before we get into this mock, would it be wise for the Suns to go another direction or too risky?
0: Look, he, he, he played at Arizona. He said he wasn't working out for any of the teams. So the PR machine. And he impressed them when he worked
1: out, he was very impressive.
0: Okay. So the PR machine is in place. Now I'm personally, not convinced that DeAndre Ayton is the coming, the next coming of Akeem Malikwan, right? So if you believe that, it, put it like this: if Kawhi were under contract for several years, or you could get him to do, you know, to make a commitment. Ah, you got it. You got it. You can't tell me that Kawhi's a top three player if his hamstring is right and you have the doctors check him out. He's a top three player. You're trying to tell me you're not trading the number one pick for a top three player? I mean, this guy projects to be a Hall of Famer. He's he's not. It's
1: fascinating. It's fascinating. And you know the Clippers, they've got two picks. They are trying to move up to number two with Sacramento. There's a lot of stuff. I think most of the trades will go down on Thursday night as they usually do. A ton in the second round. First round, they'll probably be be, you know, anywhere from 3 to 6. It should be fun. So let's let's get to the mock man. I mean, honestly, I I tend to think that this draft has got potentially maybe two Hall of Famers, maybe seven all-stars. Um, you know, I mean, and could be more because, you know, what's fascinating is that always in the back end, right? Like last year, Donovan Mitchell, he slipped down. You know, I don't know who that guy is this year, but, you know, does someone like uh, Colin Sexton, you know, drop down and he turns out to be a great point guard? Or, I don't know, uh, Zaire Smith or Kyrie Thomas or one of these other guys that are mid to late first round, do they turn out to be special? Because we kind of already know – about the top-heavy, and then you mentioned it off-air, but even your thoughts of Luka Doncic and and Trey Young, Luka is probably the most ready for the NBA tomorrow, right, winning MVP in the second-best league in in the world, but we don't know where Trey Young really is and can be, you know? So, you ready? Let's do it. All right, I'm going to stab at it first. The Phoenix Suns are on the clock. DeAndre Ayton, you said it. There's nothing else to say. Local, he's got talent. EA yeah, might not be LaJoanna Robinson, but he's only been playing basketball, I think, since he was 12, so like six years. So he actually has a very big upside and potentially can still grow. He's got to improve defensively, but he already 34% from three-pointers, Ray, and he can pick and roll, pick and pop. I like the kids. Son's, Suns get a good player to put with, with uh, Booker and Jackson. Eight in the whole day.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think our first few are, are, are very similar. We did look at each other's draft, but it didn't influence my decision. So I think <laughs> agree, DeAndre, Aiton, number one, I'll say the Sacramento Kings go with big Marv, Marvin Bagley. His ability to jump, finish at the rim, Shoot, you know, he's a lefty, so he got a special place in my heart. I think he, they go over Luka Doncic because I think a lot of people like him at number two. The problem I have with Luka Doncic is that I think Jalen Rose actually said it very well. He is a player you want on a good team. He's not a player you want on a bad team. So if the weight of the world were on his shoulders, I don't think he's good enough. I don't think he's athletic enough, and I don't think he can carry a team. He's not Dirk Nowitzki, you know, the 6'11 shooter. So to me, they need to find a guy that can elevate the franchise. I think that's Marvin Bagley. So I like him. I like his – left-handedness. I like that he's Chris <laughs> Bosch-esque coming out of the ACC. Ooh, so I like that. Chris
1: Bosch-esque. He's a, he's a 20 and 10 guy. Easy, I think. I think Bagley sure, is If number... you told
0: me you get 20 and 10 at number two, yeah. you take it every day.
1: Yeah, no doubt. No, definitely. So we agree on that. Number three with the Hawks. And the Kings could trade that, and there's been Michael Porter rumors, but I'm just not sure. But I'll say that the uh, Hawks at three... People have got so many things. They've got Luka. They've got Mo Bamba. I've seen, um, you know, Michael Porter, Trey Young. But I think it's Jaron Jackson. And, Ray, this guy, 6'11", from Michigan State, you know, and his father played, you know what's so fascinating? Jaron Jackson Jr., he might have a huge or the biggest upside. Like, this guy, I think, can continue to improve because of his shooting, He's a little athletic. He's he's already sneaky good, but he's got like a little Derek McKee, Pippin, you know, like that type of last Shrimp feel to him, but just even at 6'11", Garnett almost. So what do you think about the Grizzlies? What are, what, are, what are they doing there?
0: Same. I think that they uh, – well, same for the Hawks, and then I think we have the same for the Grizzlies. I think they go with Luka Doncic. I'm a little bit worried about him going to Memphis. But I think at this point they're going to try and take the guy that's NBA ready. They think for some reason that they are a playoff team and they're not completely resigned to the fact that they're rebuilding. So so you don't think think
1: they'll try to dump Gasol and Conley? You think they'll take
0: Luca to help build with Gasol and Conley? I think so. I think think they're going to try and get into that six, seven, eight spot in the West, which we know is brutal, but they don't, Think that they're in rebuild mode, whereas I think that they are. So we have yeah, a totally, they need to opinion. dump them immediately. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants them though. Remember, Mike no, was the wants. first one of that mega no. contract he makes thirty million a year.
1: I, I listen. I never wanted to sign Gasol to that. I, I, I thought it was, you know, he. I thought he had been overrated, even when they were trying to give him all those defensive accolades. I'm like, he can barely move. He's not defensive player of the year. It's a mess. So five, the Mavericks, I think they go with Mo Bamba. I think Muhammad Bamba is seven one or 7 foot. He's got the longest wingspan in the draft, 7'10 wingspan from Texas. The kid is so versatile and talented and super intelligent. And, you know, he's talking about physics and chess and all these other things and uh, just fascinating young man. So I think the Mavericks, they got the young kid in Dennis Smith Jr., you got New Whiskey probably for another year. Mo Bamba. I think they're 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 putting pieces together. I, I like where the Mavericks are, are going. They gotta probably fix their uh their front, you know, the organization upstairs. The guys on the court are fine. Upstairs, I don't know what they're doing, but uh I think the Mavericks will take Bamba. It should be good.
0: So the next is the Orlando Magic. And this is where the fun begins, because I think they could go with Michael Porter. I think they could go with, you know, a couple of people later on in my board. But I think in this position, they go with Trey Young. And it could go either way, right? You could say, and, and this is where Trey Young is, you know, if it weren't for Steph Curry, you would say Trey Young is – I mean at best he's Mahmoud abdul Raouf, the old Chris Jackson, the former mm-hmm. Chris Jackson. But with the new NBA where you can't touch anybody, and the fact that we have the blueprint of Steph Curry taking 25, 30 foot jumpers and making them at a ridiculous pace. I think you might have Trey Young going number six because if you look at this magic team, I mean who are they who are they rolling with in the in the backcourt, right? T.J. Augustine, Aaron Aflalo, you know, they got some outside scoring by Hazonga. I mean, who's really lighting it up from the, you know, from the. Aaron Gordon, I think is a
1: free agent this year or restricted free agent. So he, he might leave the team. He was supposed
0: to be the face of the franchise. Yeah. Four or five years ago, coming out of Arizona. But uh, I just have a feeling that he's going to put fans in the stands and he's going to make it rain like Lamar Mundane. Well, they don't have a
1: guard, so they definitely need a point guard. So I give you credit with that one.
0: They do. And a lot of people have Trey Young slipping a little bit. But you know what? I think people are going to get their sexy – they're going to put their sexy glasses on and try to get the poor man stuff.
1: Listen, I can't disagree with you. I just think for me – if Gordon leaves, and I think that there might be an opportunity to get Dennis Schroeder Jr., uh, Dennis Schroeder, or you know maybe a couple other point guards out there on the market, I think that Michael Porter Jr. has the potential. Remember, before he got hurt, this guy could have been the best uh, player in the draft and was hyped up and going into the season. He liked
0: the, the new and improved Aaron Gordon?
1: Yeah, I mean he's way could be way improved. Michael Porter, I mean, from Justin McDonald's and the you know all the things you've read and the high school stuff, he was supposed to be that dude at six ten, six ten and a half from Missouri. His brother went back to Missouri. He'll be in the draft next year, but the kid is talented. I think I think the Magic take Michael Porter Jr. But I could see Trey Young at number seven. The Bulls, Ray, I got him. I going have with them taking. Michael Porter, you have Wendell Carter. Oh, I got Wendell Carter Jr. here. Another guy with the big upside because, you know, Duke, it felt like it was Bagley's team and then Allen. So Gary Trent and Wendell Carter Jr. and Duvall and, you know, some of these guys, maybe we didn't see their best. And I think Wendell Carter Jr., his best is yet to come. I like him out of Duke going to the Bulls at number seven. I wish he dropped to the Knicks, but I think the Bulls will take him because there's too much talent.
0: Who do you have the Bulls taking? You got Porter? So, yeah, I have the Bulls taking Porter. You know, he's sexy coming out of high school, but frankly I I don't know that I could take him at six or seven because he'll either go six or seven to the Bulls or to the Cavs. I just don't know that a kid at 19 years old that has back and hip problems, it's too important of of a draft for me. But I do think he will go to the Bulls at seven.
1: All right, Cavaliers at eight. I got your guy that you already had going to the Magic, Trey Young. I think they don't have a point guard. LeBron will be gone. Trey uh, uh, George Hill is not the answer. And he, at least, Trey Young, has the potential for excitement in Cleveland. And it could work even if LeBron stayed because you still need shooting. So, Trey Young for the Cavaliers. What do you got for Cleveland?
0: I have Cleveland taking your boy from Duke. Uh you know, at the end of the day, I just think that they're going to shake that team up. Wendell Carter Jr is a an offensive forward near the basket, so something that they really haven't had for years. Tristan Thompson's defensive forward uh Kevin Love, if he stays, I think they're gonna try to move him and rebuild. Kevin Love is is more of an outside threat, even though he's a great rebounder. I think this kid Wendell Carter gives him something else around the rim, an offensive, you know, an offensive presence around the rim. Young bouncing his legs. I like him right there at number eight to the Cavs.
1: All right. Number nine are New York Knicks. (sighs) We gotta breathe on this one. I spoke to Ian vaguely. He was too swamped. He was going to join us for today, but he was too busy. You know, maybe uh, after free agency, the end of July, he said he would come on with us, but he's been talking about Lonnie Walker and Kevin Knox, those guys, the Knicks worked out and they really loved them both. But the thing is at this spot, it could be a Michael Porter Jr. Maybe it's even a Colin Sexton, a Trey Young, if he drops, I think the Knicks can go so many directions. But to me, I like Kevin Knox because this kid from Kentucky, being six nine, but he can play the three, right? Remember, Bird was a big three. But Kevin Knox can score. And we started to see that towards the end of the year, his shooting and just scoring from Kentucky. And I think that's what the Knicks need, somebody from the perimeter to really just make buckets. So I think Kevin Knox is a, is a great pick for the Knicks.
0: You know what? I like the pick, but I think the Knicks are gonna go with Colin Sexton. I think they're gonna say that this kid now <laughs> we have Emmanuel Mourier, and we have uh, Frank Nimkila. But I and think Trey the, Burke. Trey Burke was our point guard at the end of the year. Trey Burke, yeah, five eleven. <laughs> yeah. But I think that this kid Colin Sexton is is a special combination of tough and gritty and defense. He's kind like of a it. throwback. And he'll be the heart and soul of this team. Because if you think about it, Porzingis is the man – Skills-wise, but he's not that rah-rah leader. So I do think that the Knicks, in some ways, are looking for that co-leader with with Porzingis, and he won't be back till Christmas time anyway. So if they get that in a point guard, then you know what, you have to realize you whiffed on two point guards beforehand, and you know it's not quite like a quarterback in football, but a, but a point guard in basketball helps. You know, it helps pull the team together. So I think this kid well, especially back- in this
1: era and this this. Uh... The way the league is, we've got like what 10 to 15 really good point guards. So you got to have one. If you don't have one, you get hurt every night. So the Sixers at 10, I think it's perfect, perfect story. Michael Bridges developed himself in Villanova. He's 6'7, small forward. He can do everything. He hustles, he dies on the floor. His mother works in the organization, Ray, for the Sixers in like HR. Nice. And something. So it's just meant to be. It's perfect. But he's that small forward defensive wing that they actually need. So I think it actually fits, and he's ready. He's like day one ready to play on this team. So I think it's a perfect pick. Mikel Bridges, Villanova, staying home.
0: Nice. I have the same pick at 11. I have Kevin Knox. So they already had Michael Kitt Gilchrist, and they had some Kentucky, you know, hesitation but I like this kid Knox for all the reasons that you had him going what was it two spots earlier to the Knicks I think the Hornets can use a little perimeter offense some size and you know that Michael Kidd Gilchrist experiment he's a defensive first player a defense first player and I think this kid Kevin Knox his offensive ability is going to keep him in the top 12 or 13 in this draft I'm going to match
1: your Gilchrist with my own Gilcrest. I'm going with shy Gilcrest Alexander, the point guard from Kentucky. Ray, he's 6'6". He can be special, I think. He might be one of the sleepers of the draft because I think his growth is going to be in the pros. And I think the Kimber Walker experiment, there's rumors about him maybe going to the Cavs. I think Jordan realizes that Walker's good, but if he's your best player, it's, it's not the right way to build an organization. And so I think this is gonna be their tall point guard for the future. You know, Jordan played with a six six, six five, Ron Harper. And I think this this guy will be their their right Gilchrist and hopefully the better Gilchrist, but I think he's gonna be a nice pick for the Hornets as they I think it's time to go to a new direction. So the kid from Kentucky. What do you got at twelve? The clips, clips so- back to
0: back. <laughs> well yeah, I got back to back for the clips. I got them at, with Shy Gilchrist, your boy Shy Gilchrist, Alexander, and Robert Williams. I think you go with your power forward, you know, ever since they traded Blake Griffin, they really haven't been the same in the front court. They haven't looked the same, so they go with a power forward from Texas A&M and they got your boy the lengthy 6'6" Shy. Um, That's nice. so I I like them coming out with a front court and a back court at 12 and 13.
1: And I think both could start. I agree with you. I just have it with Colin Sexton at the point and then Robert Williams at 13. I think William, Robert Williams, he is, he's pro-ready. That body, Texas, uh, Texas A&M was tough last year. He was one of the main reasons. And Sexton, I just saw him at Alabama whenever he played. He was just, he had a little bit of De'Aaron Fox in him, but I think he might be a little bit better than Fox. He's 6'2", but he's... He's a winner. Sexton is a go-getter, like you said. So I think the Clippers, they'll improve. They're, it's, they'll be interesting to watch with Doc and Jerry West and what they're still trying to do there. I'm not sure, um, but we'll see what happens with them. The Nuggets at 14, Ray, where, where are you going?
0: I'm going to go with Miles Bridges. Here's a guy that's a dilemma, right? Usually oh, yeah. these guys are like, alpha males you know they get on the court like me 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 I got the ball me me give me the ball give me the ball Keyshawn Johnson like, right? get me the damn ball but Miles Bridges for some reason is not in that mold he is like the ultimate it's almost like in the best case scenario, right, it's LeBron James. It's almost how, how people get on LeBron James for passing too much and not taking over games at times and being a little too much making. Oh you mean like game three
1: to that pass at the end to Tristan Thompson that he should have shot it and not
0: passed it to Thompson? <laughs> yeah, that one. that one. Yeah that one. So Miles like, Bridges for being a preseason first team All American, you thought he would take over the team, he'd pound on his chest and say, I'm the man, it's my team. It's my house. But he didn't uh, he's still awfully talented. He's also yeah. lefty. He's 6'9". He's big. He can run. He can shoot. He can finish. He's got all the skills. I just don't think he's got the heart of a lion. So I want to see him go to a good team, almost like a Luka Doncic. Go to a good team, be a role player plus on a very good team. Now the the Pigs are not a very good team; they're a good team. Um, sorry, the Nuggets. They're not a very good team; they're a good team. Uh, so I, I think though. So, but huge. listen,
1: remember Paul Millsap was out, missed a lot of games. They were, you know, they lost the playoff spot the last night of the season to the Timberwolves. So I think they're a playoff team next year potentially if they get the right players. You know.
0: Yeah, look, that that seven, eight, nine in the West is ten. In the West is going to be brutal again this year. Maybe come <laughs> to remember all all those teams were were like what was it three to eight or three to nine was decided by two games. So yeah, it could be the same thing. So I, I I want to see them on a good team, and I think the Nuggets are a good team.
1: Well, I'm going to say this. I think the Nuggets with Gary Harris and um, the other uh, guard Jamal Murray, they're both sort of third guard or shooting guards. Neither one is a pure point. And I like them maybe trying to trade up to get Sexton or Shy or, or Trey Young, one of these point guards. But if they can't package a Chandler or some of these other players or Kenneth Fareed who's been there forever and, you know, went from playing with the Olympic team to like now he's like, I don't even know the NBA has passed him by. I think they'll take a shot though on a potential tall point guard Troy Brown, I like him. six seven from Oregon. I think this kid, I don't know. I feel like there's something more still to see from him. And I think he potentially could be a nice point guard. Either way, with that size of six, seven. they could use him because he their backcourt is kind of short. So I, li- I like them. If they don't trade up Troy Brown from Oregon. 15, the Wizzy, Wizzy, Joe. What, what, what's John Wall going to get to help him, Brett?
0: I think they're going to go with Lonnie Walker from Miami. Ooh. More depth in the backcourt. Those two seem to get hurt all the time, Beal <laughs> and, uh, and Wizzy, John Wizzy. They may even move Beal. I have a suspicion that that backcourt yeah. not going to stay together forever. I think they're going to break it up. So I think they do need some depth in the backcourt. And I'm going to go with Lonnie Walker from Miami.
1: That's a good pick. I'm going with Gary Trent, Jr., and I think at 6'6", six, six, he could play a little, potentially a little 2, 3. He's probably more for 3. But I think this is another guy from Duke that um, – and, and this draft is amazing because potentially both teams, Duke and Villanova, could have three to four players in the first round. So that's a whole other storyline. But Gary Trent, <clears throat> to me, the third Duke he selected, I think he could do well with the Wizards. And you're right. I don't know if it's Beal, Ubre, Porter, but somebody's going to be moved. Um, and I think this guy can fit in, in in that rotation somehow 16 the Suns with their second pick how do they improve
0: Kyrie Kyrie no not that Kyrie, <laughs> Another Kyrie. Kyrie. they're gonna get Kyrie Thomas from Creighton uh, I think they're gonna add to the backcourt depth I think with with Aiton uh, in the front court and Josh Jackson and they feel like if they've got a star at the four, they'll get him. But I don't know that this, at this point in the draft they'll get a four. So depth in the backcourt could help them. And I like this kid out of Creighton. I think he'll be a he'll be a solid six man. May even push for starting, right?
1: Well, he can't start over Booker. So, and I don't think he can play points. I think he'd have to be the third guard. But I think it's a great pick. I tend to like Miles Bridges because I think – he and Josh Jackson potentially when they go small could play together. Like if they don't play Chris and Bender, you could even go with Bridges and Jackson who are, you know, both pretty decent size, small forwards. And Bridges does, like you said before, a little bit of everything on Michigan state. So I think the Suns could use another type of perimeter player that can, if he feels the confidence, he can make buckets, but he can defend. Bridges can do a little bit of everything. So I I like him there. Um, The Bucks at seventeen. You know, we're getting into the, the playoff teams here. What what do the Bucks do?
0: I think they go with size. I think they go with Troy Brown, six seven point guard, right? It was yeah. fine and dandy. They had they had uh Eric Bledsoe, they had Brandon oh. Jennings back in the days. They need size in the backcourt. They need to get some get not not get, you know, moved around and, and have the skill but also add some size to that roster I I like him. Out of Oregon, I think he can actually make an impact on that Bucks team that's just ready to get over the hump and be a second- or third-round playoff team in the East.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. If Brown is there, they would take him. For me, I got your boy, Kyrie Thomas, here. I just think he can make buckets. He did it at Creighton, and I think seeing the playoffs, Tony Snell was inconsistent at the two, and Middleton, you know. Kyrie Thomas, whether he starts or backs up, I think that he can – Play with Greek Freak, and I think it's six four shooting guard. He he's just a, a basketball player, and I think the Bucks need another basketball player. Eighteen, the Spurs. This is a you know, year of rebuilding.
0: The How Spurs they go running? international, like they always do. <laughs> Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. So I'm thinking they're going with Zanan Musa, six eight. I gotta admit, I've never seen him. I've just read about him. But okay. uh, from what they're saying, he seems like a Popovich type of player. He's got scoring. He's got size. He can get his own offense going on. He's versatile. He's just 19. Uh, so he's the type of guy that, you know, in, in Popovich's offensive-oriented system, I think he's a, he's a decent rebounder. Uh, but more, more importantly, he's a perimeter scorer. And now they've got that dilemma. Rudy Gay opted out. Danny no. Green has a player option, so we'll see what happens. But they need some—they need some some thugs on the uh, on the perimeter.
1: I got the Spurs going with Zane Smith. This kid is six four, shooting guard from Texas Tech. He was boogieing last year in the Big Twelve. I think the Spurs—they could use some speed, somebody that's just got that ha to go along with Deion- De- De- Dejounte Murray. And I think this kid, he's that guy. And it works out because Murray's like, what, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. This kid's 6'4". It could just be a nice attacking, you know. They, they got to figure out, though, especially if Rudy and Kawhi don't come back. Like, what, what, where are they going with, you know, Paul Gasol and, and your boy um, LaMarcus? So I, I like this kid, Smith, here. And 19, the Hawks, their second pick of the first round. I've got three the
0: of them. The Hawks. So they need I a, had a
1: whole the new build. New, they Jackson. need to move out of Atlanta. I don't know.
0: I had the Hawks taking Jaron Jackson, just like you did, right? So. Yeah. I'd be interested to hear what your pick is, but I, you know who I got to? I got them picking Dante DiVincenzo, your boy who I told you about at Villanova, athletic. So now you can argue they got Kent Bazemore, a little bit like a Kent Bazemore-ish. He's a finisher. He's a, uh, a defender on the perimeter. When he's engaged, when his mind is right and he wants to play – He can really do it on both sides. He can create his own shots. I think that always helps a bad team, a guy that can create his own shots. Jaron Jackson's probably a couple years away from making a huge impact in the front court. So I I like a guy that gets a little juice going from the perimeter.
1: I totally agree. I have the same thing, and I like the pick they had last year. He played well, the rookie John Collins. So if you have Collins, Jaron Jackson, and DiVincenzo, the way that the new NBA is looking, the three of them could potentially be, you know, the front court, or DiVincenzo could play the two. You don't know. But I, listen, I think the Hawks, it's just about getting talent. And this guy, I think he's got talent. And eventually, he might be like a sixth man. But either way, he's going to be an effective scorer for the Hawks in the future. So I, I like uh, Dante. And I'm glad he entered the draft and fade and all that. So 20, the Timberwolves. What do you think Minnesota is going to do with that?
0: I don't know. You know, this roster has always been an enigma to me because they've got a good roster. They've got. You think they trade Big
1: Cat? Did you hear about those trading Big Cat rumors that him and Thibodeau didn't get along? That would be crazy, right? I wouldn't be
0: surprised. I mean, he's a cerebral cat, and I'm not sure that, you know. The only (laughs) guy that likes Thibodeau is Jimmy Butler. So. Like everybody's tired of him grinding and grinding and Mark Crawford opted
1: out. I don't think he's gonna stay there. He's like, uh, I'm leaving guys. That was fun, thanks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. We're not gonna win and uh it's Minnesota. So, you know, the winter in Minnesota's <laughs> tough, man. You gotta get your thermals on. But I think they're gonna get Zaire Smith. I think mm-hmm. he's gonna he can defend, he can jump, he can run, he can finish. So you know very similar to Jimmy Butler. Uh, in in his physical talents um, might even be more physically talented than than, uh, than more athletic I should say than Jimmy Butler, but I think just just some more depth like you said a little opt out they they have some they have some issues in the backcourt to give them give them some more talent.
1: That's a good pick. I
0: you know I think that
1: there's you know sometimes they um, at the pro days and all that they say that oh they some kid got a promise. Well, supposedly this kid, Anthony Simon, he might have gotten a promise. 6'3", high school, didn't um, play – You know, we had a couple of these kids, him and Mitchell Robinson who dropped out of Western Kentucky. Well, this kid, he can boogie. He's got talent. And supposedly Minnesota might want him. They said Minnesota are the Bulls. So I'm going to say Anthony Simon, a combo guard at 6'3", who might give a little push to Teague or be a backup, but then also could help him play backup to Jimmy or with Jimmy, maybe play that Crawford role, Anthony Simon. 21, the Utah Jazz with a lot of talent on that roster. Where do they go? A lot of
0: talent on the roster. They can replenish at several places. They've got an excellent two and an excellent five. But for the most part, everybody else is just good um i 'm gonna go with a pure point guard in aaron holiday from u c l a to give Ricky Rubio a run for the money because Rubio is uh, uh, you know he's he's maybe he's good for that team but I think in the long run they want somebody a little more balanced uh you know uh, so i'm 'm gonna say he might be six man or he could push Ricky for that spot eventually look david stockton's not your not your backup point guard um <laughs> I like this guy right now. I like this guy coming out of UCLA. I think him to, to, to land in Utah.
1: Okay. I like Lonnie Walker here. For all the reasons you said before, I just think he, you know, drops down six five out of Miami, plays a little offense, a little defense, versatile. But I think this kid could play alongside with Mitchell because I think at the end of the day, Donovan Mitchell might just wind up being their point guard the way the NBA is like a Russell Westbrook, a scoring point guard. So Lonnie Mitchell, um, Lonnie Walker playing next to him might be the future for these guys and Dante Exum being the third or fourth guard if he ever, you know, can maintain his health. So I think the Jazz, they just want to continue to get talent and this guy, Lonnie Walker is talented. 22, the Bulls back on the clock. All these teams with multiple picks, Ray, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say they go with, the. I had them going with a big forward. Now I'm going to say they go with a small forward at number two. I'm going to say Chandler Hutchinson from Boise State. Yeah. I yeah. think they're going to try and get an injection of new talent in the front court, hope that, uh, you know, they're back in the lottery again next year. But I just think if they could anchor the, the three and the four, that would be a nice little pickup. I think he's versatile. He can add some some depth at that position. Uh, shooting isn't fabulous but but he'll get there i like him for you know for picking him up at 22 is not bad
1: no i agree and i put him with wendell carter jr and that's a, a nice little combo i have uh the same pick at 22 at 23 i'm sorry the pacers are on the clock ray good season better than anybody dreamed i have them going with kevin how do you say Hurst Hurster, my guy from maryland Oh, Kevin Herter.
0: Marlin, and kid, Marlin. The Turk. Okay. He had issues there,
1: but he could play. But he's 6'7", a shooting guard. He was going to go back to Maryland, but then, you know, they're saying he had some promises and some teams liked him. So he decided to stay in the draft. This kid could be perfect next to Oladipo, have him play in the three. You don't have to deal with Lance Stevenson. This kid, I like Kevin here, so I think a, a Turk goes to play with Oladipo in, in, in Indiana. Who you got for the Pacers?
0: I actually have them getting the kid from Georgia Tech, the shooting guard, Josh Okogie. Oh, I think okay. that Darren Collison and Victor O is their starting backcourt, but they could rotate him in there. They could get a little, uh, little offensive pop out of him. You know, Victor O can play with the ball, can play a little point guard. So I think he adds to their backcourt depth. I like it.
1: Okay, yeah, I thought he would probably be her first first or second pick in the second round, but he, he's definitely good. Blazers at 24. I'm going with Omari Spellman. You haven't in the
0: first round. I saw that. Man, I haven't the gone, gone the North. first round. He
1: got busy. Well, you know what it is? He got busy out there in Chicago at the Combine. I thought he did really well, and I think he helped himself. But people are realizing he's 6'9 power forward, but he's got long arms. And he could play a little four or five of the Blazers and score where they need their front court scoring. He does a little bit of everything. But I think this kid has got a huge upside. And I think that they're so guard heavy. They've got to take a chance on somebody in the front court that might pop. And I think this kid could pop for them. So, okay. Who do you have the Blazers? What do you, what
0: you got? I have the Blazers taking your guy, Kevin Warder. I think uh, – yeah. You know they might have to think about breaking up their backcourt, but let's Ooh. say they keep them together. This kid yeah. can play maybe some three. Maybe they can go with a three guard rotation, yeah. right? With, with 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 Dollar Dame, uh, you know, running the yeah. point, and the other and the other two, yeah, lighting it up. Or I just think they could use some size, and he can give them size at the two or the three. So I, I like your boy Kevin Quarter here.
1: All right, twenty five. The Lakers are on the clock, and I think they're going to go big. I think Mitchell Robinson at 7-1, dropped out of West Kentucky. The kid has got potential talent. You know, early on in the process, he, he faced and banged heads and, and the AAUs and, and McDonald's All-American Games with A.N. and Bagley and, and, and all these other big guys, Bamba, and he did good. And sometimes, you know, he not only held his own, he did more. So, he's got the talent. So, I think the Lakers could use a guy like that, Um, especially if LeBron and these guys are coming. They're going to need young guys that can have a specific role and just do what they need to do. And this kid, I think, could do that. I like Mitchell Robinson there.
0: I'm going to go here with maybe a controversial pick, Grayson Allen. And because he played for Shashevsky, and if LeBron or somebody like that goes to Duke, I think Shashevsky could be a good little intermediary. And Grayson Allen, when right, can be a very good role player. I mean, the problem was when he went to Duke and he was a freshman and he helped win the national championship, beating Wisconsin, he got a little ahead of himself, but He's six seven, six eight. He can finish. He can shoot. He can play the one. He can play the two. He's a really good – put his, like, mental stuff aside. He's a really good player basketball-wise, a role player, like a very good role player. And I think if you get this guy at the end of the first round, he can contribute in multiple ways. So, I like Grayson Allen here.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. And um, the funny thing is I have him going next to the Sixers at 26. I think with Philly – You don't know if J.J. Reddick's going to re-sign. You know, he's down with uninterrupted, so he might leave and go sign. You know, he has an option. He might leave and go sign with uh, LeBron where he goes. Or he could stay in Philly, but you don't know if they bring back Bellinelli. Grayson Allen could be a nice other shooter to be there and also help ball handle when Ben Simmons leaves, right, if they don't do T.J. McConnell. But Grayson Allen could fit in that rotation, one, two, three, or just be – out there on the court with the Ben Simmons catching and shooting, and um, the basketball IQ, I think it's important to play with Embiid and Simmons because they're pretty smart players. And I didn't want to put him in the first round, but like you said, he just does a little bit of everything good enough. And I was like, you know what? People will know that Trachetsky. You know, they'll they'll put him in. So four first rounders for Duke. Who do you have the Sixers taking?
0: I got the like second Jerome Robinson, shooting guard mm. from Boston College. I think it'll give him a little, you know, more depth. I, I, I frankly might be down on Markel Foles. I don't know if he's going to be the player that you should no, be you said Jerome Robinson,
1: to. right? Not Jerome Pooh Richardson. <laughs> no, that's Pooh. <laughs> where, where is Pooh
0: these days? Oh Oh, oh, man. we need to get And Pooh went to UCLA, a Philly kid. That was basically the story behind the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The kid from Philly yeah. goes to uh, L.A. But, anyway, hey, you know, I got Jerome Robinson. Ooh. All right, let's wrap oh, this up. Celtics, who you got for the Celtics at 27? Oh, I think
1: I'm still smiling off of the Jerome Pooh Richardson flag. Uh, <laughs> the I'm Celtics doing. at 27, Ray, I think they're going to go with your boy Aaron Holliday. Look, you saw – uh, Rozier, he got busy without Kyrie, and I don't know if they'll wind up being able to keep him and smart. So one of those guards is not going to be resigned or, and be there. Aaron Holiday will be a perfect fit because you also, excuse me, also don't know if Kyrie's going to stay. He, there's still rumors that he eventually wants to play in New York, which makes sense. The Mecca point guards his dad's from the Bronx. So Aaron Holiday is going to be, I think, a perfect seller.
0: Oh, I'm going to cool. say Mitchell Robinson. I think they go big. I think they go Ooh. with the seven-footer. They could either go small or go big. I'm going to say go big. Why not? They were, they were you know, Al Horford was playing the center when they played their small ball game. So why not give him some versatility and give Brad Stevens, who may be the best coach in basketball right now, a versatile big man?
1: Yeah, the play so my man Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines was big in the playoffs for them too, man. I like that. Okay, so 28, we're winding down. The Warriors, the champs are on the clock,
0: who do you think they're going to take? I got them taking your boy, Gary Trent. At 6'6", six, six, you get a shooter from the outside. You can compliment. You can afford to lose one of your perimeter players. He doesn't defend like an Igudala, but he can certainly give you some juice off the bench, something that, uh, you know, they're not pure scorers. Livingston and Igudala can't. You think he'll drop down pure. that low?
1: Are people sleeping on
0: Gary Trent? I think they are. I think they I are. Think he's pretty good.
1: Yeah. No, he, that would be a great pick. Oh my God. If the Warriors get him, it'd just be unfair, right? Because they're like building their young, you know, with him, Raw. they're building their young future Warriors. Yeah. And Jordan Bell, yeah. I think they go with a guy that a lot of people don't think he's going to be a first round pick, but I think Maurice Wagner. I think it's Wagner, okay. Pick and pop. He showed enough athleticism, but also the shooting from Michigan. Go blue had that great run to the chip. I think I think Mo is a perfect fit for the Warriors in terms of he could be on the court and be that Jordan Bell, but be a little bit more effective for what they need and switch with Duran and this and that. I think Mo Wagner, because he's also a decent rebounder. So I like him with the Warriors. I think it's a perfect marriage. Twenty nine. Mets
0: need talent. Oh, and I'm just going to go with the kid from Ohio talent. State, Kata bates Diop. I think he's good. He's, you like him? he's versatile. Yeah. He's a swing player. Yeah. He can defend. He's long. He's lean. He can score. Uh, you know, I don't think he's great. But I think, you know, a team that's looking for talent at 29, he's a solid pick.
1: No, no, definitely. definitely. I think the Warriors here go with your guy Jerome Richardson that you had earlier, 6'5 shooting guard. Got buckets at Boston College. You know, he he stood out in the ACC, you know, representing B college. college. Um, definitely scored. So, 30. The Hawks for their third, first round again, pick. Right. Right? So gonna again, right? There's going to be a lot of trade. When you got the Hawks, the Clippers, the Sixers, the Bulls, the Suns, all these, like, five teams yeah. with two and three picks, there's going to be some movement.
0: I got them taking a power forward, a small forward slash guard, sh- shooting guard, and now I got him taken. the point guard, who the only other team in the first round that would take him would be the San Antonio Spurs. The kid from France, Eli Ocobo. Uh, Uh, You go with Eli. Dennis Schroeder, they don't know if he's staying or going. I think he wants to play on a better team. I think he wants to make a playoff run. They might need to have an insurance policy in the (laughs) backcourt, and I think he's not bad at 30 to pick him up. They're hoping he's the next Tony Parker.
1: I think that's a great pick. I think he's probably going to go somewhere in the first, maybe early second. But I think they do take a point guard as well. And I think Schroeder's probably gone. But I think they take a champion, a winner, in Jalen Brunson. So really? You got him in the Villanova. first round. And Villanova gets four. So that would mean
0: Villanova four. has four. Right? Yes. You got both Spelman, teams get four Vincenzo, in the first Bridges.
1: Round. Both teams get four in the first round. A set a record. That's never happened where two teams get four players. And I think Jalen Brunson, he's just the captain of the ship, still waters. He just keeps things in line, Ray, and I think the kid is a winner. So, I think, you know, we remember his dad playing for the Knicks. I think it's a a perfect fit and a perfect pick for my man, Jalen Brunson. And the Hawks, they need so much help. um, Yeah, well, we'll see
0: Thursday night.
1: It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Where's your what's your bet? Where does LeBron James where does he go?
0: You know, I always said Philadelphia he stays in the East, take the minutes off of his legs, and now that Colangelo is is gone, that whole thing hopefully cleans up. Uh look the West is too hard. I mean eh, He'll be front-running if he goes with Golden State or Houston. He, I don't think anybody else, maybe unless he goes with Kawhi to San Antonio and plays for Popovich. Uh but what I about all these for, Laker rumors and that, you know, the son is The Lakers a are two, three years away. I mean, the Lakers would have to get him and Paul George and Chris Paul and too many pieces. He, all those other teams are one or one piece away or one and a half piece. Uh, LeBron and somebody else away. Philly, Houston, I don't know. So I say Philly because he stays in the East. Why not? Eight straight straight finals appearances out of the East. He might not even make the finals in the West. Certainly if he goes to LA, even if he brings Paul George with him. No, no. Listen,
1: right now with the Lakers roster, if they just bring him and Paul George in, and I don't know if they'll be able to re-keep, you know, re-sign Randall. um, I don't think that that's enough, but I don't know necessarily, Ray, if he's at that place where he's like, look, My family, you know, my son, I'm focused on him and school and we have two homes in Brentwood. And I just want to end my chapter here, my businesses. And if I get one more ring, good. And if I don't get another ring, hey, you know, I'll just try to be the best Laker I can be. And maybe we could get another player here
0: next year. You know, I don't know.
1: But you know what, though, the the, –
0: the pressure is so great to be a Laker, right? If you're a Laker and you get no championships, the team that has Kareem with five as a Laker and Kobe with five as a Laker and Magic with five as a Laker and Ka- uh, I, I Shaq with three as I've a Laker. Always
1: said, I totally agree with you. To me, that you can't, you can't win there. Even if you win one or two, you're still not catching Kobe, Shaq, Kareem, and Magic. Go to Philly or go to New York. I'm telling you, he no! Won,
0: don't go won. to New York. You're not winning anything. If he won in just one title in New York, he's not he winning anything or, in New York. And 15th year, he's five years away from winning a title in
1: New he York. Equal anything anywhere else. That's all I'm saying. I. But you're right, Philly. Really, I guess Houston has a shot because Chris Paul is trying to recruit him. But they just said today Chris Paul wants to resign with the Rockets. So either way, he it's going to be
0: money. fascinating.
1: And it, it should be a, a good good summer you know so yeah
0: enjoy the draft and we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next next episode we're out peace peace